This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time from what is a very wet, thundery, and lightningy, if that's even a word, morning here in the UK. Apologies if you see any kind of flashes in the background. Uh, it probably is the lightning. I, I'm assuming it would be the lightning because it being anything else would be a much greater concern if there was any other flashing going on in the background. But yes, uh, it's very wet. It's going to be a not a very nice game. Uh, in terms of the players having to play out there. Uh, I'm driving down today, so it could be an interesting drive down. I'm going to be setting off fairly early this morning to make sure that there are no issues getting down there. So do excuse the slightly shorter show this morning with it being uh, a two o'clock kickoff. I've got to be at the ground around midday, so I need to make sure I'm down there early enough as possible uh, and make sure I get through any potential traffic issues because of the weather. Uh, This is going to be a slightly shorter show than usual, but a show nonetheless. Good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box today. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Kaiser, good morning to you, to Carl, to Rich Carlu, to Stephen and Rancid and David. Good morning to Mr. Arsenal and NSW. Good morning to Olu and Paul and Matt G and Rancid Pumpkin, whose name is getting very appropriate for this time of year. Uh, I say appropriate. Maybe the opposite of a rancid pumpkin is the best for Halloween. You don't want a rancid pumpkin, surely not, for uh, <laughs> for this time of year. And he does point out, say, at 12 o'clock, BBC2, Arsenal early against Liverpool. Absolutely smashed it. Ahead of me uh, and ahead of my mindset in regards to that as well. Fantastic stuff. 12 o'clock, BBC2. Make sure you give the girls a watch. Let's kick on with today's stories, though. First of all, do go check out uh, the last competition. There's only a couple of days left to get involved with the latest competition of winning a signed Sol Campbell and Colatore dual one-of-a-kind prize montage. Uh, link in the description. You can also win a signed Tony Adams shirt and a signed William Saliba photo montage as well. New prize will be announced on Tuesday morning. Looking forward to seeing what that indeed will be. Uh, we move forward. It is, of course, today, Arsenal against Southampton at St. Mary's, in which you can go and watch the preview show on the channel for that. I was joined by French uh, and Chris and Dan to talk all about that stuff. So make sure if you haven't already, we also reacted uh, only moments after Gabriel 
had signed his new contract with the club. So certainly worth a watch if you haven't yet got the chance to give that a listen. Uh, Ethan, thank you so much for the uh, donation. Jesus Hattrick, you heard it here first. I hope, Ethan, that you're right. Uh, I really indeed hope that you've got this one spot on. Uh, Arsenal's under-18s draw with Brighton. Uh, they drew yesterday rather frustratingly. Goals from Benjamin and Ferdinand put them 2-1 up as moments before the end of the game. Brighton got an equaliser rather frustratingly. Uh, obviously, Jack Wilshere's under-18s have been doing pretty fantastically well, in all fairness. They've really kind of turned around the poor start to the season, been picking up points, picking up wins, but they'll be disappointed they didn't take away all three points yesterday. Uh, moving forwards, and Liverpool, of course, lost to Nottingham Forest in rather comedic fashion. They could not have banged on the door any harder. Jordan, Hen Jordan Henderson? Uh <laughs> Dean Henderson in goal. There was Jordan Henderson was on the field, in fairness. But Dean Henderson had an absolutely brilliant end to the game, making sure that Forrest claimed all three points before they head to Arsenal this week. Uh, it's going to be a, a tricky game for Arsenal in the sense that we have a trip to Eindhoven on Thursday uh, and then have a Premier League game. What I think is probably the best thing to do is rest as many players as possible so that we can go into that game against PSV and uh, against sorry Nottingham Forest with as many available what we don't want is a repeat of the Leeds game not in terms of the result take a one nil win all day long to be honest three points is three points but what I don't want a repeat of is the lethargic tired nature that there was to so many of our players even though we didn't play a lot like Jesus etc actually most of the first team 11 did play some part in that game at Bodo I think that with the five-point gap that we've managed to secure ourselves and with PSV going to Bodo, I think we've got a really good opportunity to rest a fair few players uh, and really kind of, you know, deal with this as best we can uh, and not have to use as many of those players. But we'll, of course, talk all about that in our preview show, which will be on Wednesday. But Liverpool losing, big, big win for Arsenal today means that they can go 14 points clear with the same number of games played. Uh, United celebrated quite wildly a draw at Chelsea. Now, the reason why I use this photo and the celebrations in particular, because I think for me, this kind of separates the two teams. It separates Arsenal and it separates United of where the two teams are. If Arsenal were winning, uh, if Arsenal had battered a team like Chelsea and gone 1-0 down and then had equalised in the last minute, I would celebrate normally as I would but to go quite as mad as United did after they scored that equaliser, I'm sorry, but that shows the difference between the two teams. Yeah, I would be celebrating like mad that we won. But I mean, jumping into the crowd, <laughs> like genuinely jumping into the crowd. <laughs> that's that's of a level. I don't want to go, you know, I've got the, the hypocrisy and the contradiction of the whole celebration police that we've moaned about in the past. I'm not saying they can't celebrate. Celebrate. Go and celebrate. But... Jumping into the crowd for a draw. I can't quite get my head around that one. I just can't quite. I just think that's the difference. Like, I would, ex like, the way in which we're going to Chelsea now, you know, in a couple of weeks' time, we have got to go and win there. We have to go and try and win at Chelsea again. We've got a great record at Stamford Bridge. We're pushing on towards this, you know, <laughs> Casemiro was like banging his chest like crazy. Uh, oh, madness. Uh, I just thought it was funny. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Let's celebrate. But my goodness, it's, it was a little bit like, you know, when Jurgen Klopp took the Liverpool team against West Brom as one after a 2-2 draw against West Brom. 
<laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought this was funny. It's yeah, it is what it is. But a, a draw is the perfect result for us. It's absolutely the perfect result for us. Um, we're in a situation now where Arsenal can go. I think what nine is it? Nine points clear uh, of Chelsea potentially. Yeah, it would definitely be nine points clear of Chelsea with a win. Uh, Ten points clear of that fifth place as well. That would be massive, massive for Arsenal. So yeah. Fantastic stuff. Great result for Arsenal. And if they can, of course, take the points today against Southampton. It's a big if. We've got to try and go and do it. Uh, Cedric has been speaking and has been speaking of his own frustrations, uh, speaking out specifically about kind of the fact that he's still he still remains focused on what he's got to do and what he's trying to do as a club. Uh, sorry, as a player. But he knows that he's behind White. He knows that he's behind Tommy Asu. And that that's probably, unfortunately for him, not going to change because he's in a situation where he's 31. He knows the type of right back that he is doesn't suit what we're trying to look to do at Arsenal. We've got kind of this balance in the back four. He doesn't suit any of that. But he says, of course, I'm disappointed that I have not played yet this season. He told the PA, uh, I believe since I arrived at Arsenal, I've been giving positive answers on the pitch every time I had the chance to play. I've been working hard every day as this is the only way I know to get where you want to be. Of course, I want to play and I want to help the team and to win and to achieve its goals. And I will grab the opportunity when I get it. I feel I'm in great shape and I'm always 100% ready to help the team. Yeah, I mean, Arteta was actually asked about Cedric and not being used. He said the competition is one thing and the second uh, one is because he was injured before a while as well. He had a recurring injury, but now he's fully fit and he's a player that deserves to play and I want to give him the minutes that he deserves. So who knows? Maybe we'll see Cedric start that game against PSV uh, at uh, in Eindhoven on Thursday. It might make sense to do that. Uh, bring Tommy Asu maybe into that left-back spot and then you've got a bit of balance going on. It's interesting, actually, who or what might indeed uh, happen uh, in terms of the back four, whether Tinny's going to play, whether Tommy Asu's going to play. Very interesting indeed. You can see our chat box is discussing what time's kickoff uh, in your area. It is a 2 p.m. kickoff here in the UK, as Olu says. Um, but Brandon's is 8 a.m. Over there in the States, that is woof. Uh, 3 p.m. over in South Africa. Uh, 9 a.m. on the East Coast, says BX Gunner. 8 a.m. Texas time. Uh, it's actually quite a nice kickoff time, I think, for the West because I don't. I would love a kickoff at 9 a.m. Not at 8 a.m. because I'd have to do the 8 a.m. show. But, you know, I think 9 a.m. is quite nice on a Sunday. You've got your whole afternoon. Obviously, if Arsenal lose, it does kind of ruin your day. But, <laughs> but I do think that having a nice morning kickoff uh, is quite nice. Who it isn't nice for is our very Far Eastern listeners. Uh, Louis says here, 2 a.m. here in New Zealand. That is, that's a commitment. Our boy, uh, Mike from Down Under, our listener from Mike from Perth, uh, is going to be trying to enjoy, what, a 1 a.m. kickoff over there? Yeah, very, very hard as well. 4 p.m. in the Middle East, uh, says uh, Ball Bro. So lots of different ones. 10 p.m. in Tokyo says never in doubt so uh some really interesting shows how global the listenership is the channel is which i love hearing when you guys say where you're coming from listening from charlie patino scored and assisted in blackpool's derby game against preston north end which they won 4-2 he scored the second goal of the game uh, after uh, two goal it went one nil to to blackpool there ben whiteman benjamin whiteman (laughs) which is hilarious that he scored that equalized in the 38th minute patino then gave them the lead in the 68th, um, 
and then two goals from Jerry Yates and CJ Hamilton uh, led to a 4-2 win after Callum Connolly scored an own goal in the 89th. But Patino getting involved, scored, uh, scored is a really good sco- uh, goal if you haven't gone and watched it, find it on social media. It's definitely worth doing. Uh, and his assist as well, really good play, left-footed cross, uh, brilliant header, really strong uh, performance from him. He's getting so much praise. We've got our loan roundup coming next week, so we'll focus a lot more on what Charlie Patino has done. I'm looking to hope to get more of an in-depth thing on uh, Austin Trusty as well. He scored a couple of goals in one game a couple of weeks ago, so there should be plenty of opportunities uh, to get all clued up on what's going on in the world of uh, following Balogun and Nuno Tavares and Patino and Trusty, uh, Mika Biereth as well. There's stuff to be updated about them. So looking forward to giving you all the updates on Arsenal's lone players sometime next week. So make sure you've got your notifications turned on to know when you'll be getting that piece of content. And lastly, Mikel Arteta. Uh, the second part of his press conference ahead of the game against Southampton was, of course, released. He was asked some really good questions, actually, in this second part. I think what's starting to be recognised, and I certainly, if I'm in the press conference, would be recognising this, is that team news... News on other players, um, stuff like that. He's pretty short on. Doesn't want to give anything away. Injury news, you know, doesn't really want to talk about. I think that we need to start mixing up our questions a bit with Mikel Arteta. I think we need to be asking some more tactical stuff, some more in-depth stuff. I'm certainly going to be, when I'm in the mix zone after the game, speaking to some of the players, going to be trying to mix up some of the questions that I ask so they're not just kind of short answers. I really tried to ask Granit Xhaka an intriguing question after the game. Still think the answer was could have been elaborated on a bit more, but it was very busy after the game. So I think when he was asked some of the questions about, you know, rotating and managing a team at the top when he was at Manchester City. Really interested to hear him talk about that. You can go and listen to this on the Arsenal way if you haven't done so already. Um, he talked a lot about, there was questions about January, but it was a, the question was worded really well, talking about how his relationship with Edu and Richard Garlic can help him to kind of push uh, the opportunity to sign and whether he thinks if he really wants a player in January, were they going to help him to do that? And he was like, yes, he absolutely was. So, Really, uh, really, really genuinely happy with some of the answers, some of the questions that was going on there in the uh, in the pro, in the pre-match press conference. So hopefully some more interesting ones after hopefully today Arsenal have won uh, against Southampton later today. That rounds off all of today's stories, which means we're going to move to part two. Your questions, your theories, your thoughts, your theories, uh, and all of that and more uh, after this little quick break and word from our very kind sponsor. Hey guys, as the support for the channel grows, so does the opportunities that come forward to support it. And I'm very happy to share that our new partnership with NordVPN is one that I feel is going to be very beneficial to you as well as it is to the channel. I used NordVPN actually whilst I was away with my other half on our honeymoon. And you, whilst back at home, are enjoying the honeymoon series. Now, I thought I'd timed that holiday perfectly to avoid any missed opportunities to watch Arsenal. That didn't happen because unfortunately Arsenal played Brentford. Now, my usual broadcasting app didn't work whilst I was out, and so what did I do? I used NordVPN, changed my geolocation, hit over to the UK, and despite sitting and sipping a nice cocktail, I was able to enjoy the Arsenal game without any worries of security. And you can do that too with NordVPN, who have very kindly sponsored the channel for the next couple of weeks. I'm very excited to share this deal with you because you can now surf the net and know that you're secure and safe with what you're doing. You can get all the latest 
latest details and information in the description, but you can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash guna to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and four months free. It's completely risk-free too, because if you don't like it, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Who can say any fairer than that? Thank you for listening and make sure you get involved with our latest sponsor. Okay, let's jump into part two and your questions in the chat box. Uh, Byron says, will we see Jesus score today? I think he needs a goal and hopefully uh, it's a screamer. I think that we got a great chance of seeing, you know, Jesus score. He seemed on it against PSV, just lacked that little bit of clinical finishing. Um, but I think, yeah, genuinely, there's a really good chance to see Jesus get on the end of the goals. Today, I think that Saka has got a great chance to really make a nightmare of Perrault, Perrault uh, at left back, the uh, the French left back for Southampton. That Martinelli on that left-hand side can make Carl Walker-Peters, if he's fit, I think potentially he might have an injury issue. If not, I'm not sure who would play at right back, because Livermento, I don't think, is back yet. So Martinelli on that left-hand side, certainly going to be an interesting option for Arsenal to, to really try and get in behind. So lots of chances, I think, for Arsenal to have a good game and to try and get a couple of goals on the South Coast. Uh, Brandon says, blessing considering the fixture congestion, much rather. Oh, this is in reaction to Matt G's question, who says, was it a blessing or a curse that our game with City was postponed? It's a good question. I'm going to get some reaction from you guys on this actually in the chat box because I see a lot of you have already responded. Brandon says, blessing considering the fixture congestion, much rather play City after the World Cup with so many of their players being there. I mean, there's still going to be a lot of fixtures after the World Cup, so I don't think that necessarily changes anything too much just yet. Um, I think there was another response as well um, to the question, which annoyingly I now can't find. I'm sure some of you are leaving some of your responses in the chat box. We might pick up some of those in a second. Uh, Tabo says, Tom needs to Pruce up that ad video. Sounds and looks like he was recording it in the 80s. Yes, I am going to do that. It was recorded on my phone rather than on the usual camera, but now I've got this new microphone I'm going to be able to sort out the camera quality a lot more. I'm going to try and redo one, uh, not for tomorrow morning, because I won't have time after coming back from the game today. But probably at some point tomorrow, I'll be able to have that all sorted. <laughs> I do need to improve it. I've even been tempted to do the advert a bit more live, just so it's a little bit like, oh, it's not the same thing over and over again. Uh, the reason I recorded it was because I just couldn't, for me, doing a recording of that advert was so much easier for me. So I can just kind of click the button and do it. But I am going to have to be a bit more Elliot Smith from the vision with this and uh, improve things. He's Smith. I'm sure it's Smith. Uh, Mike in Perth uh, says, Hey, Tom, do you think the league position will be a good advantage in January's transfer window in attracting quality players? Or will players think too hard to get a game off? Oh, um, do I think that the league position, if we're as high up as possible, will help? I think it can only help. I think players will see an opportunity potentially to join a club that is on its way to trophies this season, which we hope that we are. And yeah, so I don't see why players would think it would be too hard to get a game. Um, I think they would see it as competition. They know what's going to happen when you're joining a club like Arsenal. I think it's going to still be a very attractive place for Arsenal to be uh, to join, even if the higher up the table you are, the more attractive you. You think about Man City have signed so many players that aren't playing necessarily week in week out. I think all of that leads into Arsenal still having a very very good uh, chance of signing some big players, no matter how much competition there is. More the better, I say. Um, as that says, is there any credibility in the Joao Felix rumours? From my end, heard nothing. Can't suggest that there is any reality to them. 
or that we would go in for him or that he would want to join Arsenal. Again, talking about that competition, he plays week in, week out at Atleti pretty much. Uh, I mean, to be fair, he doesn't play week in, week out. He plays a lot, though. So I'm not sure that that necessarily would change things for us. Uh, Rohit says, who do you think, logically thinking, will finish in the top four? As an Arsenal fan, who do you want to finish in the top four? Logically, I think it'll be Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea and Spurs. I think that will be the top four. And then Man United are looking quite good. I just think they might drop away. And there's just something about Antonio Conte that always just keeps going. Like I don't want to bet against Antonio Conte because he just somehow always manages to do it. I hope it's not Spurs. I would rather it was Man United than Spurs. But yeah. And Liverpool, I think, are going to miss out. I do think Liverpool, at this point in time, I'm looking at them and going, yeah, I think they're going to miss out on this one. Uh, Joel says, Tom, what Chelsea versus Man United game was crying out for Amari Hutchins' attacking flair? What's the latest on him? Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video, the goal that he scored for the Chelsea under-21s. It was an amazing dribble and run and finish. It's frustrating that we lost him. I know why we lost him. You know, stuff to do with money, opportunities, all of that, all of that stuff, but... It's annoying that they managed to get hold of him and still played him in their youth team. He will, I'm sure, make it at the kind of senior level, whether it's for Chelsea or someone else. We'll have to wait and see. But he is coming through and impressing. So the latest is that 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 is the latest. There's no latest in terms of Arsenal. We've missed out on a potential really good player there, unfortunately. Uh, Avanash says, hey, Tom, uh, we always talk about incomings in January. According to you, who are the players that we should be looking to sell in January? Good question. Uh, I think that sales and loans are certainly something we need to look to. Sales is difficult because if you think about the team and the squad and the depth that we have in the team right now, um, you're more looking at players whose contracts end. So I'm looking at Reese Nelson. I'm thinking that Reese Nelson's a player that we should be looking to sell because in my opinion, we should be trying to sign a forward player so that we don't feel the loss of a winger. We should absolutely be trying to to sell Reese Nelson. Uh, other potential players that we could look to sell. I mean, I'm trying to think who isn't going to be involved in some way, shape or form throughout the rest of the season, looking across the squad, uh, teens. I mean, Ramsdale, Turner, Hine, you're going to keep there. Maybe Hine, potentially, but we need a third-choice goalkeeper. Tini White, Gabriel Saliba holding Cedric. Cedric, maybe, but I still think having him as a depth option is is good cover, uh, even if he's third or fourth choice. I still think having him in the squad is, is better than having no one there. Uh, Partey, Saka, Odegaard, Smith, Roviera, Lukonga, Xhaka, Elneny. If we sign a midfielder and Elneny's back to full fitness, I wouldn't mind sending Lukonga on loan. I think that might do him the world of good. And then Jesus, Martinelli, and Ketia, Marquinhos. Yeah, again, I, the only ones I see are selling are Nelson and potentially Lukonga on loan if we bring in a very good midfield competitor to the team. Uh, I hope that answers your question. Uh, let's get some more responses to that kind of blessing question that Matt was asking earlier. Is it a blessing that we've had to miss the the City game? Byron says, think it's a blessing in disguise, but also playing them after Liverpool would have been good as well. Nav says, after City lost to Liverpool, they'll try their hardest to make a comeback, so maybe not. Brad says, it's good for us because we'll have a load of our players back next year. Uh, Tab says, now nah, this City, uh, before January at home, we would thrash them now. Um, I think it potentially, potentially, we it would have been quite favourable for us to play them at home with that momentum after the Liverpool game. I think City would have been about apprehensive. I also think it meant that they went into that game against Brighton with a week off. You know, and Brighton are a decent side as they showed to be. They can hurt you if they've hurt plenty of teams this season. Maybe if City had played in midweek, then Brighton would have been now to give them a bit of a challenge. 
So who knows? We'll have to wait and see if Brighton can do it at the Amex in next season's game. Apologies if there's any connectivity issues because of the lightning storm. It is having a few issues with the electrics in our area, unfortunately. Uh, Brandon says, Tom, are Arsenal title contenders yet? I think this is the best chance for Arsenal to win it in a strange year. Man City look vulnerable and everybody else fighting below the top two. I think, look, Arsenal should be aiming to finish in the top two. That, that should be the aim, I think, for us this season. I think we projected ourselves into a position at the table where we should be looking at the top two because I think we are one of the top two best teams in the league without a question. I think that Chelsea were better than, United were better than, Spurs were better than, Liverpool were better than. And we've proved that already this season with our position and with our results against especially Spurs and Liverpool. I think that Arsenal being title contenders for me, I make that call next year. April time. If Arsenal were title contenders, they'll be within touching distance of a potential title win with a month or two to go. That's where my head is at. That's where I look at a potential title challenger. Because if you, you know, if you fall away in the last two, three, four months, you're not a title challenger. You know, you have to maintain that challenge throughout the course of the majority, if not all of the season for me to be described as a title challenger. But top two, I definitely think is a fair aim for Arsenal this season. Uh, let's go to uh, Fuad, who says, ended up getting football manager 23 yesterday and couldn't resist myself. Plus, their scouting is actually really good. So I'll shout out some names when I find some gems in there. Well, friend of the show, Oliver Zeziger, who is the head of the Swiss research team for football manager, will be very happy that you've gone and done that. Uh, let's, Daniel says, Tom, quick win for your adverts. Get Clive to do a voiceover. Basically the Morgan Freeman of the Arsenal world. Look, Clive is very much settled with Arsenal. I think it's quite a step down for him to do some voiceover work for me. But Clive, who I know you're watching because he loves his 8am shows. If you are interested, I'll happily, happily employ you, my friend. No problem at all. Um, I'll buy you a beer at the FCA's. <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> uh, let's go to Bullbro, who says, do you think Charlie Patino is ready to start for us next year? No, but... The loan, I think that the loan this season in the championship is the next step. I think that's that next step. I think the next step is he's coming into the team next season. I think he, you know, he's on the bench. He comes off the bench. He plays the Europa games. He plays the cup games. That's the next step for Charlie Patino. So I want to see him hopefully next season being integrated slowly, maybe 2023 four. Uh, sorry, we're 24-25. That season is when we start to see Patino potentially playing in the midfield. But it's great to see him flourish. And not only flourish, but playing in kind of a deeper midfield role. I always thought he might be more box-to-box. And he still could be that. And him offering things in the final third is certainly showing he can be that. But he can play kind of this Xhaka role. But I think he can also play where Partey is playing right now. One to watch. Really genuinely one to watch. As I said, we've got a loan report coming for you on all the players this week. We'll be getting um, uh, our updates from Dylan uh, on Charlie Patino. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you've turned those notifications on so you don't want to miss that loan report. You're going to get insight on all of our loan players and what they've been up to in the last month. Uh, And then we'll have one more before the World Cup. Well, yeah, before the World Cup starts, but in that week before the World Cup starts, we'll have another loan update for you. Uh, let's go to, uh, Clive Clough, who says, hi, Tom. My main concern is Kieran Tierney. Arteta doesn't rate him. I don't know what's made you think he doesn't rate him, Clive. I think there's a big misconception actually around fans, uh, who, when players aren't playing immediately kind of makes you think, oh, he doesn't rate that player. 
That's not true. If he didn't rate him, he wouldn't have renewed his contract. Sure, he didn't sign the player. But in 2021, he renewed it to a long-term deal. He wants Tierney at the club. Tierney knows that he's not always going to be able to play every game. And I think the thing is that Arteta wants a certain specific kind of... um, I think he wants a specific type of fullback in that left-sided position, an inverted style that Zinchenko plays really well. And Tierney isn't that. But I don't think that necessarily means he doesn't rate Tierney. I just think he needs he knows that he's going to need to coach him to try and train him to play a different style to what he's already been doing. So that, I think, is is different. Lynn says, Tom, how about using Sophie uh, for your voiceover? Sophie does have a great voice. Maybe I'll have to speak to Sophie about doing a voiceover. <laughs> Although there is always that thing of a rival, not rival, a friendly uh, Arsenal podcast doing the voiceover adverts for another channel. <laughs> there is that dynamic that's a little bit strange. Anyway, I said I was going to be doing a shorter show. We've nearly gone for the full half hour. So I am conscious of that. And I am going to wrap things up there because I need to jump in the car and head down to St. Mary's to make sure I get down there with the weather not being particularly nice. Thank you, everybody that's tuned into today's show. Thank you for doing that. Please do drop a like before you go. I had a quick check of the numbers yesterday. And we are inching that percentage of numbers of you that are subscribed that watch up. It's gone from like 60 uh, I think it's on like, it was 64-ish. It's now on like 66-ish. We are pushing it up. So for those of you that are still not subscribed and, you know, when you open the YouTube app because you watch the channel a lot, it just pops up and you're recommended, just make sure that you are subscribed. It really does help. And we are, I think, what, less than 200 or something. I think uh, subscribers away from hitting the big 40,000. Our target was to try and hit that before Christmas. We're on the way to doing that. It would be amazing if you could help us get there. So please, please do click that subscribe button. Do click the little bell as well next to it because it tells you when the shows go live. I think only like 10% of subscribers have that little bell turned on. So please do click that little button. Uh, It tells you when, hopefully tells you when the shows are going live. But other than that, you know that we're going to be around at 8 a.m. every single morning, keeping you up to date. The reaction to today's game will be tomorrow morning, of course, at 8 a.m. I'll be driving back from the game. Hopefully, I'll be able to grab a few words on some of the Arsenal players after the game as well. We can talk about that more tomorrow and Tuesday. Uh, Make sure you watch the game. I I think it is certainly available on uh, it is being televised here in the UK at 2 p.m. UK time. Uh, you can also follow the live blog over on Football London. I'll be helping contribute to that as well. If any of you are going down to the game, I want to send in or tweet in any of your videos. If you use the hashtag FLArsenal, you can then uh, hopefully get involved with our blog as well. Even if you're watching the game from home, record a little video yourself. Hashtag FLArsenal, give your thoughts ahead of the game, tweet them, and I'll include it in the blog. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. It's been a genuine pleasure, as always. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.